0: This is a podcast. It has been quite a while since we have sat down and podcasted together. It's
1: been a long, 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 lonely time.
0: I've been much more lonely. I was
1: making a Led Zeppelin reference.
0: Ah. Sorry. I was making a reference to how sad I've been. Oh,
1: without yeah. Without you.
0: I've been sad, too.
1: Yeah. Um, Want to cut this short and just go make out a little
0: <laughs> Uh... It has been so long since we have podcasted that now in 2014, we live in a world where you go and see movies on the day they come <laughs> out in the theater. Yes.
1: Circumstance provided me that ability. It's unbelievable. I know. I know.
0: I'm so proud of you.
1: Have you seen... So we're talking about X-Men. The
0: new X-Men. Have you days seen of it yet? Future Past? Yeah. Those days. Um, there's a song by Projam Jam called future days does that, does that make it on the soundtrack that's I
1: don't want to give too much away but that is key to the plot okay.
0: yeah. did see Jackman sing it
1: Yeah. yeah. I, again shirt.
0: I've already said too much okay. Okay. Um, where was I, I, I I'm, I'm, movies yeah so we
1: were on vacation my family and I and we came back mm. uh, Thursday afternoon and then Friday Molly goes to daycare so Rachel and I had like a day to ourselves and what a treat we went to see a movie. I think we went to breakfast too somewhere, but I can't remember where. It was our
0: early version of the movie, a matinee, if you will. Yeah. How was that? I prefer it because there's no. We went like it was like twelve. It was on a on a, a, third, block, a Friday. Yeah. So there weren't a lot of children at the theater, I would imagine.
1: No, there was that's, nobody. That's great. You didn't have to like queue up outside, you know? Because remember when we would go to like after school to movies the first day mm-hmm. they open, and you had to get there like an hour early and line up, and then. Go in. It was a big like. Plus, well, because
0: movies were under fifty dollars a ticket back then, <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, there was a lot. It was a lot easier to go there.
1: It was great. I mean, we go to the movies like once a year, right? So I like to make it a key event.
0: You know yeah. when we do? That's. I was very impressed. I'm very proud of you.
1: I was proud too, and I have not seen that movie yet. So it's been out for like three days. What have you been doing? Because well, uh, you of, are on of top
0: them. of movies. I feel. I'm not. I feel like you Amanda are. Amanda is. She sees four times as many movies as I do. Hmm. Because she'll go with her. In the theater? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't love going to the theater. Unless it's something where it's like I have to see this in the theater, something like visually like that, or something in a series Mm -hmm. um, where I don't want to wait. But even the waiting thing is so much less than it used to be. I feel like movies used to be out in the theater, and then it was like a year and a half later that they would come out on video. And now it's like four months. Yeah. It's great. Um, so that's awesome. Thank you. Now, you said it's a good movie. You said circumstances allowed you to do this. Would you like to expand upon that for our listener?
1: Well, the circumstance was the vacation. But I think what you're alluding to is I'm also currently unemployed. Yeah. Um, a little bit different
0: than when I was on the podcast being unemployed. Yeah, well, we're, well, I was mean, a you stressful, had a that was a stressful the, time for right, me. Right, 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 No, there was that summer when I was like, I really don't know if I'm getting my job back, and I was like, could I get a job with you? Would that be possible? And I remember kind of jokingly saying on the podcast, but in the back of my mind thinking, like, oh, really? It would maybe come to that, like, you should have sent me your resume, because yeah.
1: I could have got a big recruiting I base. know you don't work
0: in HR, but, no. <laughs> But yeah, do you get
1: recruiting bonuses? Do oh yeah. yeah, seriously. At my former company, yeah, really. Yeah, former company, you say? My former company. Um, I quit my job a few weeks ago. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a long time coming, um, and I did that because I had a job lined up at a smaller local firm instead of a global giant consulting firm. Is it Cookies Dragon? It's I. It,
0: I'm not, it's not Small not smaller.
1: Local. <laughs> <laughs> um so, yeah. So, I'm very excited about it because the it's, like... So, my former company was, like, 200,000 employees worldwide and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And and the new company I work for is, like, a dozen employees, maybe. Wow. and You know, here in Sacramento and everything. So, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Um, the awkward thing was... So, I worked with someone at my last project who works for that company. And she did not, like, lure me away. I've been thinking about leaving for a long time. But to... To avoid any, like, perception of mm-hmm. that, you know, like, poaching or anything, um, they said I shouldn't, like, tell people where I was going, like, mm. which company I was going for. So it made it so. So I blew it when I said cookies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks a lot. Um, it made it awkward, like, telling people, oh, I, I, you know, next Friday is my last day and things, because the first question someone asked you is, where are you going? And, I'm, and I had to be like, You well, can give your great line. I'm not quite sure. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure yet. You know, like, all... You know, young fathers with mortgages and things just up and quit their jobs and don't know where they're going and stuff. So it made it very awkward, but I guess next week when I start, I could then reveal to...
0: Slap a business card out. Yeah. Boom, there you go. Don't worry about it. It's a good answer. Yeah. Because, like... You should have business cards made that Just say, don't worry about it.
1: (laughs) Who are you again? (laughs) Don't worry
0: about
1: it. It's a very small world, the local consulting business, I guess. I mean, I feel like I will so, see a lot of
0: people again, you know. You're you're doing the exact same thing you were before. Pretty much. Now, I was actually talking about this with Robert and Zach on the day that we had our little uh, porch wine kind of deal. Uh-huh. And we were talking about that because we were talking about someone, some friend of Mary's who works at a think tank. And we were talking about the idea, I always thought that the idea of working in a think tank was kind of attractive. I kind of liked that idea. Really? Yeah. That you just think. I, well, I assume it's like a military tank powered by <laughs> thoughts, right? Like, oh. It's <laughs> not that it is nice. Uh, but it, I imagine, like, where where it's smart people getting together and kind of brainstorming and coming up to, with solutions to problems. And that's kind of the general thought that they said, which was... Like, they'll be contracted by some company or corporation saying, we're trying to make this better or, you know, improve in in this area, and we need you guys to figure out how best to do that. And So, we're talking about they're
1: given, like, a problem to solve. They're not just thinking up self. Or, like, yeah,
0: yeah. Not just, like, hey, what are you coming up with today? What if we can convert dog poop into water?
1: Exactly, Yeah.
0: yeah. And I, mean, I think you kind of have to, right? You have to have something. You got to do something of with the poops. Um, You're not talking about my idea. No, I watched this movie called Envy. That had a good idea about that. Remember that Jack Black, Jack Black movie, with the Vapu Riser. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it was a little too obscure of a reference. Anyway, um, if it wasn't X Men, then I didn't see that movie. <laughs> so we were talking about that, and it made me think of. In office space, when they bring in the consultants, mm-hmm. that's kind of what they're doing, right? They're kind of trying to cut down costs and be right. more economical and fire people. And I was like, I think Jacob would love to fire people. be able to fire people. Like, <laughs> don't think that's what you do. No. Um, so it, I'm still mystified, and I feel like with you having this... When I first heard that you were having a new job, I thought, ooh, maybe I'll be able to understand what he does now. No. But it's still the same ambiguous thing. Yeah, pretty much.
1: I mean, I think that the basic premise of what I do, uh, the consulting that, that I do is that um, – so it's usually up until now, it's been all government projects I've been at. But it's like they have some project they need to bring in people to do, and if they were to hire – new state workers to do that. Then they're stuck with them for 30 years and have to pay them retirement and whatnot. Or they pull in a team of contractor, you know, consultants for three years who do the project and then are gone. And so it's sure, like cheaper in the long run. Sort of? Or like X-Men. <laughs> we bring a, a set of skills, <laughs> usually not involving mutations, but um hmm. don't rule anything out. And then you accomplish a goal, like your think tank, a defined goal, right? So the child sport project was we need a a single statewide child sport computer system that all the counties will use, and then consultants come in and build it and train all the people and get it up and running, and then they take
0: off. So like the Mm X-Men, does your consultant team involve people with varying skill sets? Yes. There's like coders and programmers and stuff, which obviously I'm not. What is your skill set? Um, How would they just like if someone else was charisma? podcasting? Yeah. <laughs> someone else is podcasting and saying, oh, "What does this Jacob guy bring to the table?" They would say, "Well, sex appeal."
1: Yeah, that's a big part of it. Um, it's, it's it's called facial change hair change management and like business process improvement. But it's like the so bullshit, really. It kind of. It's the people aspect of it, right? So you've got all the developers and coders building a computer, but someone has to make sure that the Users will know what to do and, and how it works and all that kind of stuff.
0: This sounds like the Office Space moment where he's like, I'm good at dealing with people. Why don't you understand that? Well, why don't they just give it from the software people to these people? And he's like, I'm not saying that. No, it's sort of like that, which is yeah. ironic because... You hate people? I tend to hate people, yeah. but yeah. Well, I kind of hate but people too. They like me. And I don't want kids, and yet I'm a teacher, right. so right, we're both kind of undercover agents
1: maybe in some yeah. way. Maybe it's like a bartender who doesn't drink.
0: Mm. I mean, it makes us better
1: at it. Maybe program. I have to deal with people all day, and so mm. when I'm at the grocery store, I just want to tell people
0: to F off and stuff. I'm guessing you want to tell people to do that at work, too. You just are working on your computer. No, not, not often. That's good. Because mm. I'll tell you, in my work, <laughs> there are a lot of times that I want to tell people to F off.
1: Well, And most of the time those people are children Sometimes the children tell you that, right?
0: Well, that's a good segue (laughs) to something else I wanted to talk about I was hoping you were going towards that Yeah Um, It's been an interesting last few weeks of the school year for me Mm -hmm. Um, uh, In four days from now, I'll be done Yeah Um, Because we're recording this on a Monday, Memorial Day And Friday is our last day We have promotion that day Um, a promotion is because you can't call it graduation. We just choose not to, we don't want them to feel like, can you call
1: it like commencement or anything
0: yeah, they're promoting to middle school, you know, like, is it a promotion? Do they give more pay? The truth is for some kids, this is the last time that they move on, like kids that will drop out and hopefully none of my kids will be that way. It's possible that maybe one of them will, um, sadly. But like we don't want as the the parents will just
1: not make them go to school, or just because they're a bad kid that's going to go hang out in front of a liquor store or something.
0: A combination of things. Yeah, like um, yeah. Um, but yeah, we just don't want them to make a big deal. Like like there's been times in the past where parents are like, "Can we have bring limos or like
1: Does have air horns prom? in
0: there?" It's like we're inside a cafeteria. You cannot be blasting an air horn inside. A, you know like right. Yeah, and and yes you want to celebrate that they've spent these last 7 years which is a, a big portion it's almost half of all of their you know at least um pre college school like right like, shoe tying and finger painting right place. but still you know it's it's a big deal but like if you make such a if you make such a big thing about it at this level you know what are you going to do bring them in on a helicopter
1: when they graduate high well, school
0: i respect that actually because
1: That was my biggest thing with high school graduation is you have this, you know, this big ceremony, you you know, all these gifts and and parties and whatnot, and then three months later, you're back in a classroom doing basically the same thing, just for a lot more money. For
0: me, high school graduation was a bigger deal than college graduation.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't want to walk at college
0: graduation. Here's something that was crazy. My mom kind of. So as I told you, I went to my sister-in-law's college graduation. Mm Uh, the, the, one of the speakers, um, asked the students to stand up who were either, um, military or who were the first college graduate in their family. I would say about 60% of the people stood up. Wow. I thought that was amazing. Um, and just really, yeah, just really surprising and awesome. I think that, you know, like if, if. You know every time you have someone who's the first one in their family, I think that's a big deal. I think it's hopefully sending but I feel like them often the right.
1: college direction. has become so much of the norm now, whereas maybe like 20 or 40 years ago, it wasn't you know a lot of people
0: at the same time though. To it, it Is't it, right? it a lot more challenging to get into college now than it used to be? So
1: yeah, I guess. I don't know. Hey, I haven't gotten into a college yeah. in going on 20 years.
0: Getting back to end of the year drama. Um, a couple weeks ago, I had a student, I had an experience that had never happened to me before. Um, uh, a student in my class who's been having a lot of issues, she's maybe even talked about her before on the podcast, not by name, obviously, but uh, she just, she has very attention-seeking behavior, and um, we were in class, and she, she talks out a lot, and she fell out of her chair Which you can't do unless you're screwing around, right? Right. Like, chairs, you know, chair didn't break. Yeah. And she's done that before to, like, try and get attention. Like, ha ha, look at me. I'm so funny. Yeah, it's not funny. It doesn't seem that funny. No, it's not. It's just trying to get attention. I feel like you and I are good judges of what's funny in sixth grade. I totally (laughs) agree. My kids don't necessarily agree with me. Yeah. But when I'm like, you guys are laughing at the stupidest things. But anyway... Um, you should sing them like the Awani song, or something that we made up—something with cleverness—in
1: sixth grade. Even Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and say that is clever. Um,
0: I, I just don't think you can teach clever. Mm, that's true. So anyway, I was—I was done with. Clever is like our X-Men power. Indeed, <laughs> I was done with her. So I was like, you know what? You're obviously not following along, paying attention. You're going to take a time out in another classroom. You can come back in ten minutes and hopefully be focused. And she was like, started to argue with me, and I was like, no, you just need to go. So, um, gave her her little timeout slip, turned my back to go continue teaching math, and all of a sudden my kids were like, ooh, as kids are wont to do. Mm-hmm. And so, the cl- door closed and she was gone, and I said, what happened? And they, without any real hesitation, were like, she flipped you off.
1: <laughs> it wasn't like one, like,
0: nope. nerdy kid sold her nope. out, like,
1: the whole class? That's awesome. Nope.
0: So, I run over to the door and open it, and I say, you can just go to the office instead. Um, and it kind of shook me a little bit. Like, especially because of who it was, because she's had a lot of issues all year long, and I've really, I've really tried to be in her corner, I've tried to be really positive with her, um, at conferences and things like that, and talking with parents, and talking with her individually. Um. I think I've tried. I've probably tried with her maybe more than any other student this year. Um, Is she the only thing who'll drop out? No. No. I do want to tell her mom like on the last day of school, get this one on birth control asap. Yikes! But um, are you? Should you? Dad? I should not say that. Yeah, I should definitely not say that. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you do, I probably could say it because I have a good enough relationship with the parent. But I still shouldn't say if it, and I just won't say it. Say it, make sure you wink lecherously afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that implication. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of got to me, and I, I tried to go back to just teaching what I was teaching, and I just I I couldn't. I was like,
1: Mister Fossum, why are you crying? I
0: was like, you guys need to, you guys need to just take the stuff we're working on and work on it independently for like ten minutes or whatever.
1: So how does it work? Like, you said, no, just go to the office. Mm-hmm. But you don't, like, escort her there. No. You just trust that she does. Yep. And then...
0: And I called the office and said, I'm sending a student down. Oh, okay. So you have, like, a phone in your room. And, yeah. yeah. And this is why I'm sending her down. Um, and then... So what's the sixth grade punishment for flipping off a teacher? Well, originally, the principal was just going to take away her recesses for the week. And I said... That, yeah. That's kind of I like said, lenient. I, I'm not, and she was out, so that, ha- it happened at maybe like 11 o'clock, and so she didn't come back to my classroom for the rest of the day. But I was like, I still don't think that's enough. So um, the, the principal can suspend a student, mm-hmm. like a home suspension, but any teacher can suspend their student from the classroom for up to two days. So I suspended her. So it's like on-site suspension, right? Yeah. Like I, we had. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I suspended her for the next day of class. Um, and then met with the mom and we talked about stuff and I was like, yeah, she shouldn't be going, she's not going to go to the swim party nice. next, next week. Um, and, and the mom was like, I don't even think she should walk a promotion. Nice. And I was like, well, so I, I, have a I actually, I actually backed her up and I said, um, you know, she has, she has worked really hard this year. For a lot of it. I mean, she's made some really bad choices. This one obviously being the worst. But but I would hate to see her not get recognized for the work that she has put in. You should have said
1: she can walk, but you get all the other kids to boo as she does.
0: And so, so we kind of left it at that. And then this last week she was like screwing around again. And so um, I emailed her mom on Friday right before I left, as well as another... Girls' parent, who was the girls, doing the same kind of thing, and I said, "If I'm done with them, if there's any other issue, they will not walk at promotion." And I've never had to do that.
1: It's so amazing to me that it's girls.
0: Yeah. Like, well, and they're and they're good friends, and they're right next to each other in line, and because their names come next to each other alphabetically, that's how they are, like at promotion practice and everything too, and they're just feeding off each other's negativity. I
1: mean, I don't mean to. Be misogynistic about it, but there were no, at least in elementary school, there were no, like, girl oh. screw-offs oh, no. in our class, right? No. 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 That's amazing to me. This is kind of super... Now, are they, like... This is kind of super tangential, <laughs> Are they 70 cents worth of funding to our dollar funding, or...
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I was talking to my father-in-law last night at dinner, and we were talking about kind of the differences between kids today and, and then, and, and things like that. And, um, we, we recently studied the Hebrews and Judaism in social studies and like some kids made like kind of mildly anti-Semitic comments. Like they didn't really know what they were saying. Mm -hmm. They were like, Oh, the Jews, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like maybe they like hear South Park or something. Um... But I remember thinking, you know, we grew up with Jewish kids in our class Mm -hmm. and it was never like they were, they were. Aside from the fact that we were jealous that they got Jewish holidays off, there was, like, no and difference. And, like, a bar mitzvah is right. the best party you've ever exactly. went to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was jealousy more than anything else. Right. And so, like, <laughs> there's never been any kind of, you know, like, when I hear any kind of anti-Semitism, I think, wow, where does that come from? But I, maybe, maybe for these other kids where they, maybe, I, I ask the kids if they've ever met Jewish people, and a lot of kids had never met anyone who's Jewish. I thought that was really surprising. Maybe we just have a low well, Jewish like population. It's like a rural
1: area, area kind of right? Thing, I yeah. guess, but I don't know. There's
0: not a lot of Hollywood there. I don't know. I was trying to make like a joke, but you know, you know, it's funny because I, I guess a lot of the country and a lot of the world has this this feeling. Like my father-in-law was telling me that he went to this like prestigious boarding school in Southern California and there was actually a quota that said they couldn't have any more than 25% Jewish kids at their school and they and they they didn't allow black kids at all now this was like 1940s right but still Uh, yeah I mean that was just it was just expected
1: I yeah I don't know why I mean I I don't want to stereotype in a good way but I don't know why you wouldn't want more Jewish kids they I mean they seem to come from like you know, better backgrounds and more involved parents, and and like, They're certainly better than Puerto Ricans, I think. <laughs> <laughs> better than the I'm damn Irish. The Irish but, right, yeah. I mean, I I would say, you know, I would set a quote it the other way. Like, we must be at least seventy five percent Jewish kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, it's been an interesting end to the year with those behavior issues, um, especially coming from girls.
1: And, this, and it's interesting. This is the worst, you know, that you've had
0: to deal with it in um, what. Ten years? Well, th- okay. The truth is, this is my ninth year teaching. Neither of these kids are as bad as the kid I had last year. He was the worst I've ever had. Oh. Um, I suspended him, like, five times. Or, you know. Um, and, but, like, it, the interesting thing is one of the two girls, not the one who flipped me off, the other one, like, her previous teacher was like, oh, this girl is so great. She's so sweet. She's been nothing but a bitch. Like, was the priest uh, teacher a man or a woman? Female. I think I'm the first male teacher she's had, and I just don't think it's rubbing in the right way. Because hmm. um, she's just been very, like, antagonistic towards me pretty much all year long. Um, and she's really smart. She's like a straight-A student. Maybe but, she, like, got her period. And she thinks that I am all the cause of that or long. something. <laughs> she, yeah, she's just, just a little, like, snotty and I don't know. It's... She and I would just if I if we could if we could reverse time I would have her be in someone else's class and maybe she would be more successful and that sucks because I'd like to think that all kids you know right I'm sure there are kids that are more successful because of me instead of someone else but here here this actually leads to my next point um, we got a new principal this year and I like her but there's there's been some changes at the end of this year that I'm not happy about one. Uh, in all my time I've been to that school, the way we've made classes is, like, for, for sixth grade, the fifth grade classes all have these pink and blue cards. You maybe even have seen them before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pinks for, boy, pinks for girls, blue for boys. And they have, like, the picture and information, and they take them and they make the classes, and they say, okay, this class is for this teacher, this class is for this teacher, this class is for this teacher. Who's they? The, the previous year the teachers. fifth grade teachers because yeah. they teacher know the kids they know us as teachers and they know who works well with you know they're like this kid would not work as well in this teacher's class okay. or like if or like, I, let's put these two in separate classes next right,
1: year or whatever right
0: um, but also like if I've had um, you know a, a sibling or two siblings maybe um, you know the, I can talk to them we kind of figure some of that stuff out yeah um there are a couple kids coming up that are like massive Dodger fans, and I've known them since they were in first grade. and I, And since then, I've been like, I cannot wait to have these kids in my class. It's going to be so freaking awesome because um, they have the, they have a Giants fan as their teacher this year, and they're like constantly just spewing Dodger stuff. It's great. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, our principal decided, based on the complaints of a couple of teachers at our school, that. We're, they're still going to make classes the same way, but they will not attribute them to a specific teacher. And instead, it'll just be random, like class make, A, class yeah. B, class C, and class A will go to this teacher or B to this teacher. Which I think completely – What do you know what the complaints of the other teachers were? Well, one teacher said that in the past, at a previous school – not in our school um, – sometimes as a male teacher, you get, the, you get some harder kids, especially boys, because they're like, oh, we need to put them with a male teacher – well, two out of the three teachers in our grade level are male, so that's kind of BS anyway. Um, and just that that's, that favoritism is played. And what what really frustrates me is that I think one of the people who made this comment on my grade level last year got like the super easiest class ever. And this year still has a class that is easier than mine, and yet is making this complaint.
1: Yeah.
0: So I am very unhappy about that. And I'm just hopeful that... I get at least one of those kids in my class because um, I will be very bitter, especially towards this person. If and you I have have to see like, this kid that I really want in my class in their class,
1: once you get like here's your packet of classroom B, you can't can you like trade at all
0: or is it like it's set? I I don't know. I mean, Can you have like a draft? I, I I wonder if if we could if like as teachers we could go to the the one of the secretaries and say. We would both like to swap these two kids. Like, who, who would, who would be have a problem with that, right? I don't know. But I don't know. It just sucks. I, I'm very disappointed by that.
1: Do you know the parents of the Dodger kids? Oh, yeah. You should reach out to them and be like, you better tell them you want... But that's breakfast. the thing
0: is, it doesn't matter. Like, it used, like, parents used to talk to the fifth grade teachers and say, oh, we want this teacher, we want that teacher. The, the, one of the, the kids, um, I almost went to spring training with the kid and his dad this spring. Wow. We talked about going down to Arizona together.
1: That seems like a little familiar though. What do you mean? I don't, I mean like wouldn't you, either there'd be a perception of favoritism towards that kid or you would be tempted like, oh, this you know, this is a B plus, but yeah, I like this kid. He's getting A minus. He's you know? like an awesome
0: kid. Like great student, super great behavior, which is another reason why you want to have the kid too, right? Yeah. But, um,
1: I mean, it's one thing, it's it's good to have
0: a favorite, but, like, to go on a trip with them or something seems... The truth is, um, like, there are certain kids that I know were intentionally put in my class this year, and some of them are, like, my harder students. Like, the girl who flipped me off, I knew she was getting put in my class. She was difficult for her fifth grade teacher. But you said
1: her... But I thought the fifth grade teacher said she was so sweet. That's a different one. Oh, that's That's
0: a different one. one. Yeah. Um, And at the end of last year, she was like, I'm definitely putting this girl in your class. So when she would get because in trouble, I hate you. <laughs> when she would get in trouble, she would send her to me and I would try and talk with her and like build a relationship with her in advance, knowing that it would pay off the following year. So so much that's paid off. Yeah. But that's another thing. Like I feel like being able to select these things is a benefit to the type of school that we have. You know, traditional school where we can just where we do this. It's like taking away right. something that makes us better. Which is, it's, if we were X-Men, it would be, like, intentionally not using a power.
1: Right, exactly. Which is stupid. I wonder, did, is there any sort of democratic aspect of it? Like, the principal says, okay, how many people want the assigned classes, how many don't? I went,
0: in, I went in and actually talked to her for, like, over an hour, um, a month or two ago. And kind of made my case for things, um, and, like, for example, one of my students who, who has gotten in trouble a lot this year, he was intentionally put in my class because I've known him, like, his dad used to work at our school and then had to, when he got pink slipped, had to get moved to another school. Um, I've been camping with that kid before, so there's another example of that, like, because I'm friends with his dad and stuff. Um, and he's been really hard this year, but I know that he's more successful with me than he would have been with either of the other teachers. So, she did say, like, if there are certain cases where you know a student will not work in, a, like, the way a student acts, the way a student is, if there's some kind of circumstance, you can go and talk to me and say, I, this kid should definitely not be with this teacher. So, I don't know. I, I'd like to, to ask if it works the other way. Right. Right? Like, to say, I, I know for sure that this kid, but we'll see. Um, so that's frustrating. Also, uh, there we have like eighty kids that get offloaded from our school. So what does that mean? So there's there's kids that are supposed to go to our school, but there's not enough room. Okay. So they offload them to other schools. Well, now all those kids are going to be going to our school next year. So they're bringing in three new portable classrooms. Um, and I was kind of excited about that at first because I'm like out on the edge. And I was like, sweet, I'll just have some more next to me. Like, I'll have more people near me, which is right. cool. Yeah. But that's not what's happening. Instead, they're putting them out away, like, over by the field, kind of. And they're putting all of 6th grade in those classes. So I have to box up all my So you're my getting room. moved from a real room to a... Well, mine's a portable, too. Oh. But I have to, you know, I have to box up all my stuff and move it all over there and reset everything up and... And we intentionally... Could be an
1: opportunity to, like... It could be. You know, it could
0: be. We in, it's an opportunity, actually, already for me to throw a lot of shit away, which is great. Yeah. Um, but we intentionally Get have... Get some kept, new Garfield posters. Yeah, we have intentionally kept the sixth grades away from each other, mm-hmm. so that, like, in the beginning of the day, when they're all lined up, they're not all... Feeling each other up or whatever, right? So, having all three of them together... Uh, sixth grade has changed. I rarely have ever got felt up in sixth grade. Well, you mo- you should have spent more time up in the uh, reading loft. I guess, I guess that's so. where the action happened. <laughs> Do you think Phil and Amy felt each other up in sixth grade? They were they were together for like three years. I feel like.
1: Yeah, but what was together when we were in elementary school? Well,
0: that's what school? I know. It was. Did they like hold hands? I bet they did at certain times. Yeah. Okay. Do you think they like? I mean, there wasn't a lot to feel up back then. Also. Do you think they like open mouth kissed or anything? Good. Well, were you at Catherine's party, yes. like, in the 6th grade party where we played Spin party? the Bottle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course you were there. We made out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we played 7 Minutes in Heaven. Landed on Josh. <laughs> um, so I feel like based on that, I, I don't think that was the first time that anyone in our classes, like, I, entered the base paths. My,
1: yeah, my recommendation, I mean, my recollection is it was like, uh, it's like a status thing. It's like I like that girl or she's cute. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask if she wants to go out with me and then she'll say yes. Her. And then it's like we're going out. But you didn't actually go out. Well, like, that's how it was with Catherine and I. Yeah. Go
0: on a date or do anything of a pseudo sexual nature. We went to family billiards a couple of times and had sex on the on the pool tables, but I thought we weren't talking about you and me. <laughs> I miss family billiards. <laughs>
1: I like that because, I mean, they didn't serve alcohol, which, so once we turned 21, it wasn't as cool anymore, but
0: when we were kids, it was like, oh, it's a
1: pool hall. We can come here and play pool and put songs on the jukebox, and I remember really liking that.
0: Yeah. Now you can pay me to go to this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no.
0: Okay, so the the year is ending. I'm really looking forward to summer. Um, I'm looking forward to watching a lot of World Cup. I, I think we should that. try to have Alex on a podcast before the World Cup starts next month. Do a little World Cup preview. Um, we've come a long way since that previous World Cup podcast because that's Is that where four years ago, or two years ago, four years, four ago. years ago, yeah, and that's where I started like talking about what team am I going to pick, and I was like Liverpool. It sounds like a pool full of livers. <laughs> and now, like I've spent four years should of that I really team, say that? probably. Uh, I've spent like four years of that team. They had their best season. Yet this year, um, got really close to winning a title. Alex's team won a trophy for the first time in like 10 years, so that was a big deal. And now I can actually speak intellectually about the game and about the World Cup. Um, so, maybe this year we'll get you in it. What a fun, sexy podcast that will be yeah. for me. Um, and speaking of soccer, I'm also looking forward to going to see more Republic games. Are you interested in going to any of those, Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I, it doesn't keep me up at night but
0: yeah yeah exactly okay um
1: i mean I think, it's still soccer right
0: it is but like you we'll be up close we're in the i don't know if being in the rowdy section is actually a, a, a draw for you i think maybe it <laughs> might turn you off
1: huh.
0: um but they do curse a lot and chant and say...
1: Are they Englishmen? Because I'd appreciate that.
0: Uh, some of them are. Okay.
1: I like that.
0: They make, they make... When the referee makes a call we don't like, they sing the song about the referee... Being, Go arse yourself, bloke. ...being a bastard and mm-hmm. who's your father, who's your father, who's your father referee, that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. So. It's not, it's not for the kids.
1: <laughs> do I bring my own bananas to throw at players?
0: <laughs> <or>? <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, to make them slip, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's comical. Okay. All right, well, it's good to get a podcast in the books. Yep. Um, get one under our belts. Hopefully, with me being off for the summer, we
1: can do that more regularly as well. I, however, am not off for the summer.
0: That's true, but oh, uh, you did say earlier that your job might afford you some working at home days. Yes, that's true. And if this doesn't count as working at home, I don't know what does. Now, Well, do we get paid for this?
1: Yeah. Have you been holding out on me all these years? No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> We get paid in satisfaction. Mm, that's true. And Facebook service, likes. Yeah. From all 11 of Sartor it. listens to this, right? She did. Um, I can don't. I talk about her right now? Sure. Well, I'm going out to Southern California in a couple weeks. Oh. Sartor lives in
1: Southern California. She does. A town of La Jolla. Yeah. Where you and I once resided. Mm-hmm.
0: Did I talk to you about this the other day? We're staying, Jolla. You did talk. Yeah. Okay. Because I she said she's staying right. Yeah, she lives in Jolla. Yeah. I don't maybe, know where, but I mean maybe, I've addressed cards to her and things. Maybe we'll go out to dinner some night. You should call her. Alex, I'm gonna get a hold of you. You should call her on the phone, not on the phone. I, I, I don't know if I have her phone number though, so maybe I'll Facebook her. Is yeah. she good on the Facebook? No. Really? I could give you her number.
1: Okay. If she objects ah she won't object. She's she has a new baby, and a new baby mm. is the biggest. Like, sorry, we can't. You know, right. you don't. If, if you just call someone at the and want to have dinner, they'd be like, "Oh, I, I, I'm washing my hair." And with the baby, you just go, "I
0: have a baby." I just email her. She's still at sartor at girlswhoplayboysandplays dot com, right? <laughs> yeah, I think <know> it's slothgirls.net. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right, all right that'll be fun for you, though. It will be. One time for us for all. All right, that is a podcast. That's a podcast mm really?